Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 69 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and pointed journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, One Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Mark Hoffmeyer of Movies, Films, and Flicks. Welcome back to the show, Mark. I went and I bought about 73 uh, boxes of Kleenex from last episode. I was so inspired. Just want you to know, I'm going soft tissues all the way now. No more store-bought. My nose is going to be much better now. I'm very happy to hear that. And I, I have a feeling that anyone who goes to Costco near you is not going to be able to find Kleenex for the next few days. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. I went to all three of them, too, around me. Not the fourth. I let one go. Ah, but you won't, you won't tell people which one so that they have to, you know, it's, it's they have to do a three-card Monty to try and find out, you know, mm-hmm. where, where did Mark leave tissues? <laughs> Good luck, y'all. Good luck. If anything, just go take a nice drive, get out the house, go to Costco, eat some cheap hot dogs or pizza or churros or get a yogurt, any delicious chicken bake that they have there. (laughs) Oh, man, this chapter, I I don't I don't want to jump ahead, but yeah, (laughs) Harry just he loves Sally. I'm just saying it. He loves her. Well, you can see it. Yeah. You can How definitely you... see it, and 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 that's why it's so great. Because you know, ever since New Year's, they keep showing us glimpses of the two of them looking at the other and wondering, you know, is this where what I'm supposed to be doing or not? And you know, you you can see that that this is not just a typical friendship. There is more to it, and they Absolutely. they they do it they do it really well because it's. It's in on the one hand subtle, but on the other hand, if you're looking for it, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. You know, I I wonder if people when they first see this movie, if they they will catch those type of things. Uh, maybe not. I mean, they're they, they're not that subtle. So I guess if you're actually really watching it, you'll catch it. But if you're not really watching it, I guess you can miss it. Also, this room's way too yellow. I'm sorry. I do not like the wallpaper, but it's 89. Exactly. It's 80s. It's 80s colors. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And she's probably living in an apartment, which hasn't updated its wallpaper in a while. So this is much older wallpaper. Man, this is oppressively yellow. This room is, I don't know what I could, I don't know if I could, it's so much yellow. Be, I don't know. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Good production design, though. I like it. I don't know. This doesn't look like her room. Do you like this room? Um, I don't think it's that not good. Not really. You know, I said it's good production design, but I don't think it is. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I just want everyone to know, I I live near a street. I'm a ways back from it, so I'm not on the street. But I don't know why. I'm in the middle of the suburbs, but on my street, people just like floor it. But they only go about 100 yards, so they hit a roundabout. And I have no clue why cars absolutely blast off on this street movie, Rob. Because they so, know they know that Mark is a big Fast and Furious fan. And they, instead of shouting, hey, Mark, they just, you know, rev their cars in front of your, in front of your house. So that, they, oh, well, you know, you that's, so their, that's their way of saluting, you know, the, the king of Fast and Furious. Well, thank you for doing that, y'all. I appreciate it. Just don't do it at 3 a.m. when my daughter's sleeping. <laughs> Wake me up, not her. That's her, that's her job to wake you up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not to, and not I just get to go hang out with her, which is awesome. 
most people are like, oh man, my kid's crying. I can't sleep. I'm like, yeah, I get to go hang out with my daughter. I I used to when 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 my oldest son was was a was a baby, and he would wake up in the middle of the night. I would sit and and watch like baseball games with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my wife actually out. got really upset at the time. She's like, "Why are you going and sitting and turning on the TV?" I'm like, "What the hell am I supposed to do?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, just hang out. I get to go hang out with my kid. That's right. Great. And so I remember when when that happened. It was the first time that they did the like the what was that called the the World Baseball Cup or something like that. You know where they you know they had like teams from all around the world that were playing. What was that called oh. years ago? I, I know there's a little league of baseball. No, I'm not talking about little league. This was this was in 2004. They had like a team from Japan and a team from America and a team from Canada. You know, and they they all played each other. I'm trying to remember what the, what the, what it was called. Oh, that was, was the something... year the Red Sox won, was it not? Yeah, but this this was beforehand, or or maybe it was after. No, this was because that's all I could think about around that time. That's all I was invested in, so I don't even remember that. Yeah, there was, there was some sort of international uh, baseball competition or something like that hmm. back then, and I I remember I was watching like a game from Tokyo or something like that. Nice. Yeah, I just kind of chill with her in a room and I listen to a podcast. Uh, it was called the World Baseball Classic. There you go. World Baseball Classic. Who yeah. won? Who won? Who won in 2004? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, did, they did it a few times. Who won in 04? Oh, actually, no. So it was, that's weird. They said that they did it in 2006. That's not possible. I know, my, I know it wasn't 2006 that I was watching that. Um, hmm. Uh, so maybe I wasn't watching that <laughs> because it was a tournament. It was a tournament in 2006. So I must have been watching some other baseball game at the time. I don't know why I had it. It was late at night. You don't, you don't even remember. That probably was, blurry that eyes. No, the the yeah. first game in 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 WBC history, WBC history was South Korea versus uh, China in the Tokyo Dome in in, in March 2006. This definitely couldn't have been uh, when that was. Uh, and the the team that won was Japan. Japan beat Cuba yeah. 10 to 6. That's a, then, a lot of baseball out there in Japan. Yeah. And then 2009, they did it again. And Japan won again by beating South Korea. Oh. What's this one? Was, uh, who's that guy with the mustache? Mr. Baseball. Was he, the was guy he with playing? the mustache. You're talking about uh, and a baby. Tom, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Remember yeah. Mr. Baseball? course he goes to japan yes japan right yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah good baseball there yeah also south america too they got good they got it's, a legit caribbean. it's all in the caribbean yeah yeah you know, that's a that that's where you get all the the, the best play, players from cuba cuba yeah. venezuela you know all those things mm-hmm. so minute 69 begins with sally taking a tissue and ends with sally beginning to criticize herself so this minute is basically almost an entire, or at least the first half, the first 45 seconds is Sally just talking and, you know, walking around, uh, wiping her nose, blowing her nose, making a mess, basically. And she, she's continuing the story. She, yesterday we ended with, with her mentioning that Joe called her and was, uh, I guess you could sort of say chit-chatting. And then it, and she ends up by saying that, uh, you know, he has some big news for her. And then she goes, she works in his office. She's a paralegal. Her name is Kimberly. He just met her. 
She's supposed to be his transitional person. She's not supposed to be the one. All this time I've been saying that he didn't want to get married, but the truth is he didn't want to marry me. He didn't love me. And, I mean, first of all, I mean, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. Why the hell is Joe giving her this information, even if he wants to try and make her jealous? He was, he's supposed to say, I'm getting married to a woman I just met. <laughs> Guess what, Sally? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm marrying a paralegal that I just met two weeks ago. Ha ha ha. Let's see what you have to say about that. She's just a transitional person, she said. That I mean, but they've been split more than two weeks, a lot longer than that. That's right. That's right. So then they must still have some feelings because she's tore up about it. He was she's a transitional one, like you know. But she doesn't really love him. She's just mad that. He didn't want to marry. He didn't love her, and he loved somebody else. Correct. So she she kind of dodged a bullet there by not being. They they both didn't belong together. They're just mad that neither one of them were really into each other. So she's clearly yeah. But they still were together for over five years. That's what that's what drives me nuts. But you know what though? I think this makes more sense that he would call her. Five years is a long time, and I yeah. You probably still hold on to some scars. So even if they got along just fine. So, yeah, it's it's calling her up. But why would he tell her that he just met Kimberly? Like, how does that come up in a conversation? Maybe she shook him. By the way, I'm getting married to a woman I just met a few weeks ago. Rubbing it in her face, younger. I'm getting married to a younger person. I don't know how old paralegals are, but it's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you see me out and I'm with somebody, leave me alone. I don't know. It's odd, but I don't care. It still gets them on the bed together where Billy Crystal just starts rubbing her hair. So it's right. – it's. I hate saying that. I hate when people say that to me, but there's I, I, I have nothing right now to dig deeper and to explore why he did it. It just sets up sort of a flat room shot where they sit on a bed and talk. Like it's a very yeah. – it's a very flatly shot scene, but it's also a comedy yeah. and a romantic, like romantic comedy, so it doesn't need to look like you know Dune. So I, I understand the setup. Right. No, I understand that. And and at this point, Harry's response to this, I love his response because he he really has a great question. If you can take him back right now, would you? It's good. I mean, as a friend, I think that's a good question. Just that is a that's a not just a good question, it's a great question. You know, it's like, okay, you know, he's basically saying, Why why do you care? But then when she says no, you know, that's a great no. If you, when you watch this on mute, you just watch Meg Ryan. No. Yeah, when you watch it, she, her acting is just perfect in this. And he's very calm. Yeah. You don't see calm Crystal a lot. This is kind of smooth Crystal. You don't get to see much smooth Crystal, do you? Like, look at him in the scene. He's actually quite chill. Like, it gets it. Yeah. The way he's looking at her. This is this is different Crystal. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I, I I do too. I so then she responds, "No, but why didn't he want to marry me? What's the matter with me? Nothing. I'm difficult. You're challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too structured. I'm completely." And then she actually gets cut off when when she's saying that. But you know, she's she's really down on herself here. Mm-hmm. You know, she's once again blaming herself for the fact that that she and Joe didn't get married. I mean, you know, that, that that's what it comes down to here, which is kind of odd because, I mean, couples fall apart. But I mean, 
you have to have several of these to kind of realize, no, it wasn't me. It was just people don't work. So she's just going through some things. And that's a weird call to get late at night. This is this seems late at night. Like he seems to be in bed maybe around 10, 11 reading. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then so she just got the call. Then he had to go over there. Man, man, this dude's right. We also don't know how far away they live from one another. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe he ate dinner before. You know, is it walking distance? Is it, does he need to take a cab? Yeah. You know, does he need to go go take a, take a subway? You know, who knows? Will Sally reimburse him for the the fee? Yeah, do, do do they validate parking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, it's I, I once again, this is just. Uh, setting up a scene to make us really want to punch Billy Crystal in the stomach. So it's, it's gets them together. And I hate, I keep saying that. I, I wish I could push this more, but I just, I think the main thing we get out of this is how fun Meg Ryan is. And this, yeah. and also the overhead shot on the bed is nice. I like that when it looks over them. Yeah. That's a nice shot. Yeah. That, that actually does work really well. And the way they do that. I'm really not used to seeing this kind of crystal. He's being really chill. He's asking good questions. And he, like normally his jokes are a lot. Like he, he does like, I'm difficult. You're challenging. I'm too structured. I'm completely closed off in something way. Like he has a retort for everything, but it's kind of nice seeing him be quiet for a little bit. Yeah. Well, at least for like three seconds and then ask a good question. Because well, I think, I think you realize this here that that's what, that's his job. That's what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he, when I'm in situations like this, where where someone is sad, you know, whether it's my wife, whether it's my daughters, or whether it's someone, so I will try to make jokes to find ways to to make them laugh. Mm. I hate you know, to try to get them out of it. All right, maybe. <laughs> Just let me be. That's fine. I won't. I won't do that. I won't do that to you, Mark. Yeah. How's whenever that? I'm bawling my eyes out, I don't want any jokes. Okay. Just let it happen. Right. Just ask poignant questions. Correct. There you go. <laughs> but look at him. He's just listening to her. It's interesting. He's just absorbing what she's saying. And and I, I wonder what's supposed to be going through Harry's mind at this point. Is he basically saying, I knew she'd eventually break? <laughs> you know, is he somewhat happy at this point that she's finally showing emotion? Because he was really upset last week when he was talking about the fact that she never shows emotion about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's... or is he regretting it? Or is he regretting his comment from last week by saying, oh, wait a second. You know, maybe I really didn't want to see her her get emotional because this might be too much. I think it could be two two things where she 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 probably doesn't open up like this for anybody. So she, he realizes she trusts him enough to do this. Like they're at a point in their relationship as friends where they can be vulnerable in front of each other. But also, too, when you have. I'm trying to think of an example when you have a perfectly washed car and then it gets some mud on mm-hmm. it. And you're like, Oh man, like it's not a perfectly washed car anymore. Like he probably looks at her as this form of like perfection and then seeing her like this humanizes her. So that could scare him too, because he's not exactly a commitment guy. So I think right. it's getting real this scene. If that may, like, it, I think this is when it gets real for him. And so. Do you think that maybe he, he sees where this, this, is going or, or not? I mean, he gets up to make tea later. I know we're jumping ahead, but there's no way to answer this without mentioning that. So I think that he, 
I think that he's just here for her. Like, I, I really do. I think he just shows up and he's here for her. Like, he's just... Yeah, and he stops hugging her. Like, he tries to console her. And then he's going to go to the kitchen. Like, I think that's... If he stayed around longer, that'd be a problem. But I, I think he's just there to be here for his friend. Okay. That's fair. Cause, that's definitely fair. Because the whole thing about making tea, like, he's leaving. But he does kiss her on the lips. But then he says, I'm leaving. So, I don't know. No, she... I mean, we're we're really jumping ahead because it, yeah. it only happens the next week. But but I believe, from what I recall, she kisses him first. But the problem with talking, you know, the problem with these, he minutes, kisses her back. Uh, the problem with these minutes, though, is that you're like, we can only talk about this minute. But then you're like, do you think he came over here for this? And it's like, well, I guess if we got to stay in the context of the minute, this scene. No, he's just here. Right. For I'm him. asking, what is his mindset in this scene right now? He'd be here for is his he friend. saying, "Wow, Cause look at this him. is a girl I can take advantage of," or is this, you know, I'm here because I want to, you know, I, I, I want to comfort her. I think he's doing a pretty good job of comforting her because he asked that good yeah. question. And if you watch the scene, she talks for about ten, fifteen seconds, and he just absorbs it. Like he's not trying to make mm-hmm. comments. He's not trying to be witty. So I think he's just that's probably the best he possibly could offer her in this moment is just listening in those moments and then ask, like that good question. Like he's trying. Because I feel like his defense shields are always up high. And I think this is the one moment where he's kind of vulnerable. But then he starts joking again in this moment at the end when he's like, you know, you're I'm difficult. Well, you're this. But yeah, no, I think he's just here for his friend. Okay. And that, that that's fair. I, I I think you're right about that. I don't think that he has any ulterior motives at this point. Because he he's not expecting things to go where they're going, mm-hmm. going to go. No. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, this is your first friend, and she's crying her eyes out. Just don't step on those tissues. (laughs) Well, it depends on how much he likes her. Maybe that that won't bother. You know, I mean, even if you like somebody, stepping on a dirty tissue is not pleasant. Uh, Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) I mean, some of the things they also say here is very interesting. You know, like you know, he the fact that he calls her challenging instead of difficult. You know, he's basically, uh, you know, trying to be more PC. You know, difficult is is something that that's more negative. Challenging is 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 you can even say more positive. Yeah, because you know, it's definitely more positive than 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 being difficult. But you know, the idea is looking at it from a lighter perspective. Now we know Harry has a dark side. Uh, but difficult's a very loaded word. You're being difficult right now. You know, you're a difficult person. But if you're like, no, you're you're just a challenge. You're a challenging person. You challenge people. Like, like that's much more positive, I think, than difficult. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, difficult's a loaded word. If someone told you know, if someone told me like that I'm cha- like I'm a challenge, like that sounds kind of like a compliment. But when someone says I'm difficult, I feel like that has such like a negative connotation. Right, exactly. That's that's what I was saying. It's, it's uh, yeah. So he's just he, he's softening the blow. She's saying that, but but she is challenging though, and so is he. So I think it's the right term, and he's also not saying no, you're not, no, you're not. He's <laughs> like you know when people say that like I'm a loser. No, you're not. No, you're not. Like I'm difficult. Well, you're challenging. Like I think that's better than no, you're not. Correct. It's a little bit more honest. And so, yeah, I think he's just doing a great job here. Okay. I, I agree with you on that. I don't like her drapes. <laughs> They're too yellow. They're too yellow. 
I don't like the production design in this at all. I said I did, but I don't like it. Wait, in, in Sally's apartment. But you, you like yeah, you like what like we saw in Marie and Jess's apartment. Yeah, because it's so it's like but it but also it feels like you lived in there for forty three years. This one feels very artificial. And I know she likes to control things, but I also don't see her having this taste. It's an odd maybe, well, like first it. of all, maybe she's renting. But would you just leave all that stuff in here? We don't know how much money she makes. Yeah, I just don't like it. I don't. Okay. I'm not a fan. I don't like too many tchotchkes. She's not a tchotchke <laughs> person. I feel like control freaks aren't tchotchke people. Right. No, I don't think so either. There's a lot of tchotchkes. Yeah. That's true. Right. So, I mean, they mentioned, she mentions the name Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I, I didn't know this before. Have you ever heard that, uh, that Kimberly is not just a female name, it's a male name also? Kimberly. Have you ever heard of, of a man named Kimberly? Kim. First name Kimberly, like a like a boy named Sue, but a, a person named Kimberly. No. Yeah, I don't know. Never. It's very strange. I mean, when, when I was looking it up, the only one that I could see there's there's a an Australian cricketer whose name is Kim Hughes. Hmm. So I think it's maybe maybe it's more British or something from the Commonwealth. Maybe that makes more sense. You know, I'm sure Jay's gonna be listening to this and go, "Oh, I know 50 Kims." You know, who knows? <laughs> What are you talking about? Kim is a male name. I don't know any Kims that are that are females. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if we're just talking like not family names, if you're just talking about. Well, did that. you know? Did you know that Kimberly is also a family name? Well, you know, in Korea too, there's a lot of Kims, and so you know, there's a lot of that. Well, there's. Stuff. I don't. That, it's yeah. actually funny that you mentioned that. I mean, I know that you have a connection to Korea, but it, it actually says specifically in this article that the common Korean surname Kim is in no re- way related to the name Kimberly. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's. It, I think it's just. It's not Kimberly at all. But I just think it's just. Yeah, Mr. Kim. So it's not Kimberly. I just want to make sure I let everyone know. I do know. I know it's not Kimberly. It's just Kim. But like. uh Kim Oak Ben, she's a great actor. I don't know if you saw The Villainess or Thirst. Those are wonderful. No. But yeah, it's no, I've never met somebody named Kimberly. Yeah. I could pull that off. I, I, I would have I would have pulled that name off. I could I could <laughs> handle it. No, but I was also shocked that it's a last name also. That that's what's surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a whole group of people here that uh, I like I've, the I've never heard of any of them. Kim, but Kim is a drummer and she's a woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Great. So, um, you have anything else you want to say before we get into the the script? Yeah. Good tears. Good tears. Great tears. Not just good tears. So the script is actually word for word here. They don't have anything, uh, you know, anything different here. The you know I, I was I was hoping to find some ad libs in there from Harry. You know, from Billy Crystal along the way, but nothing. But I think we established though that this is not the moment for ad libs. Ad libs. You can you know, have ad libs that, that are not that are not comedic. You know. The, yeah, but like where and where in this scene? Right. Okay. No, again, it it, it works perfectly. Yeah. So I, I I'm not you know, I'm not knocking it. One of the things I love in the script, they actually when it says he just met her, they have that underlined. Hmm. You know, I guess indicating that she's supposed to say it in a certain way. 
He just met her. <laughs> yeah, when you see an underlined or all caps or an M space, you definitely yeah, that puts in Fortnite. He just met yeah. She nails it though. Yeah. For sure. And he just lets her talk. This is weird. I don't think of Billy Crystal as being a listener. I feel like I'm being he's a talker. Uh apparently. <laughs> All right, so every Thursday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track Dating Courting Edition, where my guest will give some sort of story about some uh, adventure, misadventure, anecdote, something that happened to them over the course of life that's somehow related to either dating or courting. So, Mark, you have another story for us? Uh, so, my wife grew up in Miami. We met in Tallahassee, Florida, then we moved to Atlanta. I took her to meet my family, but I took her in January up to Iowa and Minnesota. Okay. And that was um, a very interesting trip because of the amount of dryness and negative 15 degree temperature. And uh, uh, yeah, that wasn't a pleasant trip. But uh, we love seeing the family. But Megan dealing with negative 15 degree temperature was pretty Yeah, especially from Florida. Hmm. Yeah. Like that's a different world. You're, so you're used to humidity. And then you go to Iowa, which is bone dry, and you don't have a humidifier. And when, and when you're sweating, it like just immediately, you know, turns into icicles. That that's gonna be a problem too. Oh man! You know, I went out I, I, like a chump. I had to go get a, a clean off my back mirror, but I'm like, I'll just do it without a big jacket because it'll be quick. I ran out there. I was out there for like four seconds. I'm like, this is the <laughs> dumbest idea that I've ever had in my life. I was like, what? I was like, Mark. I ran back in and put the jacket on, but I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll just do it. Like, this isn't 33 degree weather. You can just go outside with a short sleeve shirt and a shirt and shorts for a little bit and do some work. This was ridiculously cold. And I started, I remember I started swearing. It was so cold. I don't know why, but like the, the cold pushed swear words out of me. Cause I was like, that's the dumbest idea I've ever had. <laughs> so yeah, that was the trip. I wish I had better dating stories, but no. It's not a question of having and I were pretty great, better stories or not. Your stories are great, Mark. You know, at least it's, you're not walking through St. Louis and almost having a skyscraper, uh, you know, kill you. So, man, that's, that still sticks with me. <laughs> you see, it sticks with me too. And think about all the stories I've heard since then. You know, I, I that's, that could have killed me. Uh, and and we are all grateful that it didn't, because then you wouldn't uh, be here with us to to talk about Harry and Harry and stuff. There'd be no Connor Connor. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things, all of, all of the podcasts that you've been on, how's that? Oh, geez. And then how would we know which Chris yeah, is the no. best Chris? You know, the world would how what are Tom Cruise running? I'm the first there one to ever go. do that. Now nobody else has to do it. Now everyone does it. And I, you know, I found I found websites the other day that were like a, a video the other day that was using my Brad Pitt data without linking to my article, but then they used all my data. So I emailed them and like, yo, use my link, please. And they were really cool about it, and they added my link. <laughs> but. A lot of websites, like big websites, use my Brad Pitt editing data and they don't link back to me. It's very annoying. I can understand it. But I like knowing that all my data is like in the world That's and right. people love it. But link back to my stuff, people. <laughs> yeah. Not so right. I never want to know that. So I, will, I probably spent an hour the other day finding sites that didn't link to me and I, I emailed people. <laughs> I need views, man. You got, you got to right. network. It's, it's, it's definitely a way to do it. No question about that. All right, Mark, so you want to tell people once again how they can find uh, Mark Hoffmeyer. Movies, Films, and Flakes, Conair, the podcast, Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. All right. Everywhere. Social. It's behind you. <laughs> Look. All right. And finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on Twitter, 
You can find me on my website, movearoundminute.com, or you can find me on Facebook. So, Mark, do you feel like coming back in tomorrow for Friday to finish off this week? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's flying by. Yeah, just, just crazy. I, I hope you won't yeah, be too I'm old to pick it. him up at this point, at that point, though. Do, do your best. I'm getting, do your best. getting pretty old here. All right. So, until tomorrow, yeah. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you.